Hello, 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 and welcome to another lovely episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your favorite indie author, LaDosha Wright, coming to you live and direct with my protege, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. What's up, Cheddar? What's up, LaDosha? <clears throat> oh, nothing much. Just getting very, very excited, ready to get up out this house, but I can't do it yet. So we hope you all are sheltering in place. And I hope you all have also noticed how I have changed the the focus of this podcast to whatever Cheddar says. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's right. So it's all going on Cheddar now. So we are going to have a wonderful episode uh, today as we talk about shelter in place hair care. But before we get started, we're going to always start with our current events. And so the event of that is current of the today is still the coronavirus and how this thing is spreading. So now, what do you think about um, tomorrow, the big day that Governor DeWine begins to slowly open up Ohio? What's your thoughts on that? I think that we need to I think it's going fast and I I think we need to wait a few more minutes you know wait a few more minutes yes I think and just just maybe push it two more weeks out even to June that's just you know my personal opinion okay so so what do you think will happen by June 1st that's going to make a difference Hopefully people can put some more, you know, shelter in, you know, more shelter in place, but more PPEs, you know, more hand washing, staying in the house, social distancing, take it serious because we, we're still hearing about cases in the media about the coronavirus. All where right, so I, let me, go ahead. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say where I honestly, with them opening up, um, and having all the conversations on the news and whatnot, I honestly thought that it was kind of that the, the curve was pretty much flattened. But you know, you keep hearing about people getting diagnosed all over again. So now, listeners, what we want you guys to understand, of course, we are not coronavirus experts. We are hairstylists. We are concerned citizens about the coronavirus. Yes. So here's here's what I'm I want to bring a little clarification to what you're saying so that our listeners, we want to all be on the same page. So first and foremost, we want everyone to understand one thing's for certain and two things for sure. The coronavirus is not airborne, okay? However, it's not airborne. What I, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Cheddar. Where I think Cheddar is going with this is that she's suggesting if we wait towards the end of May, you know, maybe a few more weeks, at least the middle, the end of May, beginning of June, if we ride this wave out and hunker down, it will give us the opportunity to do a few things. Number one, we can continue to not over flood the hospitals with people who are sick as they test, because the more you test, the more you're going to see the numbers go up. So that makes sense. So the testing will always result in more numbers because we are testing more people. Number two, I believe what you're saying is that if we could just wait a few more weeks, we can let the supply chain build up 
Mm -hmm. So we're not all vying for this PPE equipment, okay? And then number three, she believes that if we buy this time out a few more weeks, it'll give all of us citizens the opportunity to get acclimated with the new normal of washing hands, wearing masks, social distancing. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, now, let's give it up for Shaniqua, a.k.a. LaDosha. So speaking of the new normal, <clears throat> excuse me, what do you think about the mask? To mask or not to mask? That is the question. Definitely to mask. Okay. So we see some protesters were all down in the state saying, you can't make me wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm ready to go back to work. Why should our listeners wear the mask? Everybody should wear a mask, but why? Well, they, they're saying it's not airborne, but then we're wearing a mask because it's airborne. No, it's not airborne. Let's make this abundantly clear. If it was okay. airborne, oh my goodness, Jesus Christ. So we have, and this is why we need to have these conversations because it, they, they have, and now you guys can go to the CDC, <clears throat> excuse me, you can go to the World Health Organization, and of course you can visit the Ohio Coronavirus website. So here's what we know for sure, and I pulled it up, it's right here in front of me on the computer. Okay. So what they are saying is that it is the droplets from sneezing and coughing. So you need... Ones? That's how you get the virus as it drops onto you in your in your uh, proximity, in your face or whatever. If it lands on surfaces or people who cough into their hands and they touch surfaces, the hard surfaces is going to last longer. Your clothes and fabrics and your hair, it does not live as long. How long the verdict is out, but they know it doesn't live as long. So airborne would be if you breathe, you can spread it. So you cannot breathe and spread the virus. We have to make that abundantly clear. Because if you could breathe and spread the virus, oh my, 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 we would definitely, it would be a whole other story. So yeah. it is not airborne. What they are saying about the mask is that the mask slows the spread because in the event you have it and you're asymptomatic or if you have it and you you're living in the home with someone you can't really go and you know be in another part of the house or whatever the mask will decrease the likelihood of those droplets getting out onto a surface and onto a person so at this point the most we could do with our human movement via social distancing, wearing the mask and washing the hands is what we, were, as social work used to call, decrease the likelihood. Mm -hmm. So you can't stop the spread 100% just of the nature of how we live. Like you said, people touch masks and whatever. Uh, people still scratch their face. But you can decrease the likelihood of spreading by lowering the uh, amount of people that you're going to be around, mm -hmm. by, by not being in a large group of people, by washing your hands, frequently washing those high touch areas, doorknobs, desktops, light switches, knob, knobs, handles, steering wheels, you know, things of Wait that nature. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Things that we yeah. should have been doing. Yeah, I think they. I think that people um, underestimate the power of small, and so the coronavirus is letting everybody know that tiny things are powerful too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, okay. under, don't underestimate the little people, right? The little don't things. underestimate the little people or the little things. That is right. not something that should be done. So now the mask, you you are agreeing that people should wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. All right. So I do. okay. And and what about anything they should know? Like any complaints or concerns about the mask? Well, just as I shared, you know, the conversation that you and I had about, you know inhaling and exhaling co2 that's um that's giving people headaches and you know it was brought to my attention the other day that someone um they work at a hospital they're rn as a matter of fact um some people are really overwhelmed and they call out because of inhaling and exhaling all day like that is literally physically wearing them out so you need the mask but i just wish there was something out there a little bit more long-standing that people can use and wear yeah and so we talked about this before so listeners what we want you guys to understand is that we know and this is why you know Shalise and I agree that maybe the middle of the month you know further down into the end of the month beginning of June it would be nice um particularly because, like I said, we could definitely, you know, slower the spread of this and it gives us the opportunity to get more PPE. And if all the the, the states could come together on a unified plan, then we would know what to do as we go into different, you know, states. Because as it stands right now, if you travel, you have to quarantine for 14 days. Yes. So if you go into another state, you're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. Um, and then after that, I don't even know, are they tracing people? So we know that these four ways would definitely help. We know that a vaccination would help. Yeah. We know that testing would help. We know if we could trace or track somehow where people are with the virus, that would definitely help because right now there is no vaccination. And then there is this big question about herd immunity, which currently is being practiced in Sweden and I think Russia. And so herd immunity is kind of like the chicken pox. Remember back in the day, your mom, they would put everybody in the room and let everybody get the chicken pox Mm -hmm. and then you'd be immune. So um, I don't know that the science is there that herd immunity works for the coronavirus. I don't think it works for SARS. So which uh, the coronavirus is like a sister or cousin or something like that uh, to SARS because there are these respiratory um, viruses. Yeah, they're in the same family, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we don't know if herd immunity works, but if it did, then that would definitely help. But obviously it must not because all the other countries are not doing it. But I believe those two places are, I know Sweden is for sure because I I watched a documentary on that one. 
So there you have it. We got this party started quickly about, you know, the coronavirus, our role as citizens and what we can do. So when you're going into public places, you need to wear the mask. You need to wash your hands. Don't touch your hands, you know. Uh, don't touch your face and all that yeah. other good stuff. Yeah, don't do that. And, uh, you know, social distance. When you're in stores, you know, spread apart. So I, I've been out um, and I, I'm seeing it happen. People are saying that it's not. I haven't been out often. I think I've been out literally, honestly, probably four times. <laughs> I have oh, not man. been out often. Yeah. I have it. My son's doing everything for me. So I have not been out often. However, um, the, the times that I did go out, uh, well, t- today I went out and I saw people, they were practicing it. That's all I can say. They really were. Um, I think if you're outside, like if you go from your car, your house to your car, you don't have to put the mask on because you're outside. But once you get out your car and before you walk into that place, you've got to put your mask on and you're not supposed to touch it. So um, there's no way that, you know, the governors and police officers can watch us not do this. So we have to, you know, as citizens, have some decorum and some courage and do this, what they're asking us to do, because it will help. So what will also help is if we give everyone some tips for some shelter in place hair care advice. So now cheddar people can't go out they they can't go out as often they don't have access to all the cool hair care products styling tools they can't get to their hairstylists and they're not hair care or hairstyling savvy um do, do you have some tips for us that you can help everybody out with some shelter in place hair care advice yes um i for one, did a virtual, um, you know, get get in touch with your stylist if you're able and do a virtual hair class, so to speak. Okay, now explain to them what, in case they're like, what you talking about? Virtual, virtual hairstyling is you getting with your stylist or a stylist that you see online that you can, you've kind of been following. Um, Ladosha is one. She's like the virtual hairstyling princess. And um, who will be patient with you. Some charge a fee, um, some don't. And they will just walk you through on how to style your hair. Any questions that you may have. Um, if I, I have a, I know someone in Atlanta who's a fellow stylist. She has a styling tool that she came out with not too long ago. And, you know, I remembered her and put it out on my social media. So people have ordered a flat iron. Um let me see some hair products that you could purchase. You can purchase products from, you know, our salon Reverend's design team here in Cleveland, Ohio, or, you know, other products that you may see online. I see Philip Pelosi, they advertise a lot. So there's a, there's a lot of resources out there to be able to keep your hair to the best of your ability intact. Okay, so with the shelter in place, with the virtual appointments, now the one thing we want you guys to understand that this is the new normal mm-hmm. in the beauty industry. Do, so, do this? I agree. Do you agree it's the new normal? I do, and you know, people actually fell into it pretty easy. Um, I had an opportunity today. Um, someone had ordered the flat iron one of our customers at the salon and she was extremely overwhelmed. I thought she was joking, but she was serious about not knowing what to do with her hair. 
and she burned herself and she called me and was like frantic and yeah. I said give me a moment I'll go to duo and I helped her literally showed her how to part her hair where to clip her hair and she, all she kept saying was I cannot believe I'm doing my hair no one will believe I'm doing my hair so it's our new it's our unfortunate new normal to teach each other how to do your hair yeah now I don't think the new normal is unfortunate because okay. you know it, it's it, it, it should always the, the, the reverence design team our business model to those of you who, who know the reverence design team that you know the history if you're new to the what they don't tell you at the hair salon platform uh, understand that me the founder of the reverence design team hair salon the premise of uh, the the hair salon and why I actually opened the business was all about teaching people how to do their own hair. Yeah. It was during my line of work as an outreach worker that it was brought to my attention that people were paying astronomical amounts of money to go to a hair salon and could not do their hair. To me, that made no sense. Now, I did not grow up going to a hair salon. So that, of course, it, that's another reason why it didn't make any sense. But just on a very superficial elementary level, I couldn't imagine um, going to a hair salon and someone not showing you how to do your hair because number one, it's your job. Number two, when you go to a restaurant, they will give you a recipe to how they cook something. Um, you know, uh, Kraft makes cheese and they have websites to show you how to make macaroni and cheese. Like uh, Home Depot, I mean, uh, DYI, Home Depot, do it yourself. They sell wood and, and, and nails and they show you how to build your own porch. So the do it yourself um, is not new to the world of, uh, of, of, cust of uh, service in the United States or around the world. But I think that in the hair salons, because it has, it had or still has a undertone of, um, of a luxury, you know, um, uh, uh, process that people look at this as something that I'm going to treat myself. But it is, hair care is hygiene. I'm about to say, and it's so, definitely hygiene. Yes. Yeah, it's hygiene. Mm -hmm. And so with that, um, give them some benefits of, of, of the virtual hair appointments for shelter in place. Not only are you learning how to do your own hair, what are some other benefits of the new normal virtual hair care appointments for this industry? teaching you how to shampoo your hair mm -hmm. so you get lessons what happens what do you think happens to a person like you say your customer that I can't believe I'm doing my own hair I, what do you think that did for her I think she felt very independent it was something new that she learned like you said it, hair care has always been a luxury when it's hygiene so the customer depended on the on the stylist to do yes. trusted to do everything so um, being at home is teaching you a little freedom like she felt like you can like literally see and feel a weight lifted off of her you yeah. know so so the virtual hair appointments you get education number one obviously you get liberation 
Okay. Mm -hmm. um, what about support? Do you think she felt supported? Oh, from absolutely. You? She she truly did. And I've had an opportunity to speak to some other ladies, and that's all they're saying is, I I never knew about as you shared about shampooing. They never knew how to shampoo their hair the way that we shampoo at the Reverend's Design Team. You know, um, so that's a good that that's really cool that they are welcoming the advice. I honestly think that if we weren't in shelter, that they probably wouldn't really be interested in learning how to shampoo their hair. They would okay. just say, okay, I'll make an appointment, but they're welcoming this assistance. All right, okay. And so what about validation? Do you think it, it validates, um, particularly for some people who know how to do their hair, but just needed a few more tips? Do you feel that virtual appointments will validate those who are doing their hair at home and trying to get it together? I think so because I because they're willing to learn something new. You know, the okay. whole goal is to make sure that their hair is healthy. Nothing has changed about their hair. That, I think that's the biggest fear that everyone had was, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to my hair? Especially right. at our salon, Madosha, where mm -hmm. so much hair care has just flourished on all levels. Yeah, people have seen yeah, their hair go from one direction to another direction. So that that was that was pretty scary for some people. So yes, the the virtual appointments are just like they're here to stay. <laughs> Yeah. So here, so we're going to just recap a little bit before we hit the last point. So number one, the virtual appointments, we're talking about shelter in place hair care. And we're highlighting right now that virtual appointments are the way to go. Okay. You can do these virtual appointments because it's going to help you learn. You'll get that one-on-one -on -one, up close and personal. Number two, you're going to get a sense of liberation. Tedder just pointed out that the guests felt liberated, like if my friends could see me now. Um, number three, you get that support. So it's nice to have someone you could talk to and they're not going to laugh at you. They're going to be there mm -hmm. and walk you through this process. Now, again, for the Reverence Design Team, it's not a new norm because we actually teach people how to do their hair at the salon. And so um, it, it was a no brainer. And um, the virtual appointments is just a nice, smooth transition because they were already used to it. And we have talked to people over the phone via email. So this is not our new normal, but we're going to steal that term. And then uh, fourth, we have validation. When you do a virtual appointment, like she said, it will either validate what you already know mm -hmm. or it'll validate what you've been reading. Is this true what I read? Should I do do this this way? Should I be using this, this product? So a virtual appointment can validate. And then what about that good old fashioned one-on-one? Because -on -one? we're trying to flatten the curve, not be in the salon as long. So the less we're out, the, and we're not around a lot of people as long we can limit or as they said we can slow the spread mm -hmm. so talk about the benefit of the one-on-one -on -one over the phone as opposed to in the salon when we're talking about we can't be in there that long anymore the one-on-one -on -one, the one-on-one -on -one over the phone or yes or online yes, your virtual, yeah, yeah, your virtual, virtual yeah. 
They're the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, basically, it's it's very personal. Um, I think the it's making them feel special. It's making them feel important. They're not feeling rushed. Um, whatever questions that they may have, we are more than willing to spend as much time with them. I know we said a half an hour, but, you know, sometime it, it may be longer, you know, um, okay. being readily available. And so how does that compare? And I'm sorry for cutting you off. Mm-mm. Now, how does that compare to a salon where you have, you know, different customers and stuff around you? How does that, how is that working? Well, when you're in a salon, depending on, you know, your environment and how fast or slow everything is going, um, mm-hmm. you can spend time with them, but you would kind of have to really take them one-on-one shut everything down mentally so to speak and just focus totally on the guest and doing the virtual appointment it's a little bit more personal they're in the home in the privacy of their own home and it's a little bit more intimate all right okay so we've got five great reasons learning liberation you get support you get validation you get one-on-one and then another benefit another shelter in place um hair care hair advice what about e-commerce shopping online (laughs) how is that helping people flatten the curve reduce the spread you know mask wearing what is shopping online how is that a great new normal for us as cosmetologists, barbers, nail techs, and makeup artists. Shopping online is, to me, is just through the roof now. I mean, everybody is shopping online because you can't go and do, you can't go out. You can't even do, um, what are they calling it now? Um, Drive-by, pull-up, oh, curb service. So shopping Mm -hmm. online for e-commerce, I think, has really helped um, the consumer and also you know the the person selling as well um because what we have yeah we have to keep in mind that this won't be a way of life forever but what it will do is uh, it will allow us to be here you know three four five years down the line and get back together and, and be line dancing and hugging and laughing and going to concerts and parties and all the stuff that we're used to when you look at the history of pandemics it takes um it takes about two years for society to quote unquote resume normal activity wow so we have to make the most out of this situation you know um because we want to make sure that we are around and as you can see by the way the country handled the coronavirus from the beginning so some people are saying china did not do a good job in letting people know that this was really that serious and some people are saying well it doesn't matter me to the number 45 when he found out whatever the case is we know that unfortunately a lot of people i would say have some untimely deaths though we know something there's no such thing as an accident but i felt like it would have been nice to have those 200,000 more people here, you know, maybe two years from now or even this week, as opposed to 200,000 less, you know, today and and that number will be growing tomorrow. So we know that this new normal will not be a way of life forever um, because that's viruses they do eventually run their course and they're not as much of a threat as they are initially. But for now, 
uh, Shalice and I would like for you guys to take advantage of virtual appointments and e-commerce. We want you guys to take advantage of what the Reverence Design team has to offer. Mm -hmm. We want you guys to take advantage of what other salons, barbershops, nail techs, and makeup artists has to offer. Now more than ever, we need to support each other because the cost of living um, will remain fixed for a while. You know, our overhead, our car insurance, these things will not go down. And we can support each other, you know, um, online and do some shopping online. And we could do some virtual appointments to help us keep the economy going since that is such a big concern. The biggest concern is that the economy is failing. We know it doesn't have to be this way. I have one company that I can think of in mind, uh, Alibaba <laughs> and um, Amazon and eBay. These are fortune billion, <laughs> not 500, fortune billion hundred uh, uh, companies and the billions is how much money they are making online. <laughs> yeah, and it's still, they said it's, she just said it's still climbing. Yeah. So, you know, so uh, allow, um, well, not allow, support. Yeah. Support your local cosmetologist, barber, nail tech, makeup artist mm -hmm. um, in their e-commerce platform as well. So I will be having a online membership through Patreon where you can become a member of the exclusive What They Don't Tell You at the Harris Online community. And you'll have some wonderful things. Cheddar has her online service available, uh, her e-appointments, her e-commerce. She also sells DECA. And she is also a Mary Kay sales rep. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to take us into our topic of next week is going to be adding style to your style with Cheddar's Mary Kay, you know, specials and all types. She's going to feature, highlight a few products, maybe show some stuff on her Instagram page of what she has to offer, where you guys can get a visual of what Cheddar has to offer to add some style to your style. Uh, do you have any words of encouragement? Tomorrow is the big day. As we wrap up, um, I found a nice quote. So do you have something you want to say to everyone? Tomorrow is the big day for us Ohioans that we begin to roll out um, where we're going. Certain businesses are, are allowed to be open. They do have to follow the guidelines of social distancing. They do have to wear masks. They want those areas, uh, the uh, high touch areas to be cleansed and sanitized, disinfected, all that good stuff. And um, they want you to not go to these places if you do not feel well. Please stay home. If you have some comorbidity issues, they also do not want you to come out. So give us some advice, a word to the wise about tomorrow. Because some people, this is going to be, oh my goodness, and we're the crash test dummies. No, I'm just kidding, listeners. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Any words? <laughs> any advice? Any advice? Um, or I've been, any words? Something encouraging? Yes, I've been hearing um, lately about you know being still. You know, uh, even though we're allowed to go out on tomorrow, um, a lot of people are filled with anxiety, and you know the definition of anxiety is you know nervousness, unease. Uh, typically um, about an inher unherited event or something with an uncertain outcome. 
And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, just be still and take baby steps with this whole thing. You know, don't don't go the floodgates. Just just take really tiny baby steps. My mom said, just just go a little slow, you know. So with that being said, you know, at the end of the day, you know, remember God will fight for us in all things. So, you know, just be hopeful, you know, be positive and just slow down, be still. All right. So Chella said, just take it as they say in the AA world, y'all, one day at mm-hmm. a time. Okay. Slow and steady brings out the pace um, of, of longevity. So just, just take your time and, and uh, you know, be still and be confident in knowing that that all is well. So I have two quotes that I'm going to end with. Um, and so um, this one, um, it, it doesn't have a, um, a person, but it reads, you have within you right now everything you need to deal with whatever the world can throw at you. It's in you. The second quote that I end with is, I do not at all understand the mystery of grace, only that it meets us where we are, but does not leave us where it found us. That's good. And this is by Anne Lamott. So we are going to be in a better place after all of this. And like Cheddar said, please be still, keep your faith, have prayer, meditation, commune, get outside and breathe and be thankful and all will be well we will be in a different place because change gonna come all right so chatter and i will be back with you next thursday for another fascinating episode of what they don't tell you at the hair salon and we're going to be talking about adding style to your style per whatever chatter <laughs> So you know what we say? We're always signing out, right, Cheddar? Love. We're talking about a whole, a whole lot of peace, a whole lot of love, and a whole lot of hair. And if you ain't got no hair, rub then y'all know what y'all gotta do. That little ball head. Just rub your rub beautiful it. ball head, okay? <laughs> rub it. All right. And she said love. Did y'all hear her say love? She said love. I thought she's gonna sing some some music soul child. Love. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We can't wait to talk to you again next week to tell you what they don't tell you at the Harris Salon. Cheddar and LaDosha will.